1: This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. California Secretary of State Alex Padilla is heading to Washington to fill out the Senate term of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. KQED Politics Editor Scott Schaefer has more on the historic announcement from Governor Gavin Newsom.
0: Like many Latinos in state and local government, Padilla got engaged in politics after the passage of Proposition 187, the 1994 ballot measure which sought to prevent immigrants here illegally from getting public services like healthcare and education. As the son of parents born in Mexico, Padilla decided it was time to get involved. To
2: hear this message that the state of California is struggling And it's the fault of families like yours and people like your parents it was offensive it was insulting it was enraging
0: and so uh, yes i committed myself to uh, public service uh, after that padilla won a seat on the la city council when he was just 26 becoming council president before getting elected to the state senate and later winning the job of secretary of state where he oversees elections now, Padilla will become the first Latino representing California in the U.S. Senate. And to
2: think that in one generation, you know, my family's gone from being the, uh, the cooks and the house cleaners to uh, now not just serving as one of the constitutional officers for the state of California, but being a member of the United States Senate.
0: It's a it's pretty incredible. But Padilla's appointment disappointed some, like San Francisco Mayor London Breed, who wanted Governor Newsom to replace the only black woman in the U.S. Senate with another African-American woman. It's an unfortunate uh, situation as we are trying to move this country forward and making sure that black lives truly matter and that African-Americans have a seat at the table, especially African-American women. Late yesterday, Newsom nominated San Diego Assemblywoman Shirley Weber to take Padilla's job. Once confirmed by the state legislature, Weber will become the first black woman to become California's Secretary of State. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer.
1: And late yesterday, Mayor London Breed did send out a congratulatory tweet to Padilla calling his appointment historic. Well, California could soon surpass a grim milestone. Two million recorded cases of COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic. KQED science reporter Kevin Stark has more.
0: California's coronavirus curve only seems headed in one direction, up. The state broke another record with more than 60,000 newly identified cases on Monday. That's despite most of the state now under the governor's latest regional stay-at-home order. George Rutherford, a UC San Francisco epidemiologist, says he hopes cases will peak this week. I think it's going to be really important what we see in the next couple of days. If you look at the French experience, this is about when they turned the corner. Cases there declined a few weeks after the government issued a strict lockdown, but Rutherford says California's fate will depend on how much people spread the virus during the holiday. He encouraged Californians to limit their risk. If the surge continues, the state could run out of intensive care beds by the end of the month. For the California Report, I'm Kevin Stark.
1: In Washington, Congress finally passed another stimulus package this week. Critics say it's not nearly enough support, but it does offer some relief. Unemployed workers turned advocates were among those who lobbied federal lawmakers to do something by taking on the cause like it's their job. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin has the story.
3: Before the pandemic started, Stephanie Freed was living in New York, working as a production designer for live events. She said she was able to distract herself from the sense of doom of not having any employment prospects for the first few months. I was taking classes, trying to pivot, as they say. Then I realized that the 600 is going to expire, and we're like, we don't survive without that 600 She's talking about the $600 federal supplement that unemployed workers got until the end of July. This realization sparked a campaign that would become Extend PUA, a grassroots advocacy group Freed co-founded that's run by people who've lost their jobs during the pandemic. PUA stands for Pandemic Unemployment Assistance. Nobody was going to lobby for us. We're unemployed workers. We don't have a corporation behind us or anything like that to go to these legislators and make sure our voices are heard. And eventually we decided we should just lobby. And so we set up Senate meetings. Freed says Extend PUA has become her full-time job and an important sense of purpose through the last many months. It gives you a sense of agency and it gives you somewhere to put some of this energy uh, that you don't know what to do with yourself. Extend PUA's engagement network reaches across the country now all the way to California. It's one of countless grassroots groups born out of the personal and logistical nightmare of being unemployed during the pandemic. People created their own support systems when they realized they couldn't rely solely on the government. Just search the phrase unemployed California on Facebook. Groups that pop up include Unofficial California Unemployment Help and California EdD Nightmare Unemployment Help. The former has almost 60,000 members. Jill Marco is moderator of a group called Unemployed Action, and she lives in Valley Village near North Hollywood. Pre-pandemic, Abadamarko worked as a massage therapist, but the organizing she's doing with Unemployed Action has become a primary focus while she waits to feel safe enough to go back to work.
1: I feel like I have a
3: job. I feel like this is my job, and I love it. And it's like somebody said to me, um, you know, this job is probably more important than something else I might be doing right now. Angelica Sanchez is another of Unemployed Actions volunteers. She lives in South Central LA with her husband and two kids. Up until recently, her husband worked as a mover all over the state, and she worried every day that he'd contract COVID on a job. Before the pandemic, Angelica worked at nonprofits in LA. She says she's devoted herself to organizing since overcoming some of her own personal challenges.
1: I have to stay active, you know, if it's not, you know, um, phone banking for a certain prop, you know, like I was before, you know, finding people that need water assistance or food assistance. And so I started getting involved.
3: The new stimulus bill doesn't mean the advocates fight is over. Even if every member of Angelica Sanchez's household gets a $600 check from the Fed, that'll only cover two months rent after her Section 8 subsidy. For The California Report, I'm Mary Franklin Harvin.
1: And that is the California Report for this Wednesday. I'm Lily Dramali. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine. Protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash adaptingcare. The law firm Perkins Coie, a trusted legal advisor to innovative companies and industry leaders throughout California and the world. Learn more at PerkinsCoie.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together, on the web at SchmidtFutures.com. Hi,
1: it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
2: Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone, hidden in the woods, not speaking to a single soul for 30 years? or wander the desert, uncover a hidden well, and dive to the bottom of the deepest water hole for 2,000 miles. The Snap Judgment podcast takes you there with amazing stories told by the people who live them with an original soundscape that drops you directly into their shoes. Snap Judgment. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: That's right, a dollar and 99 cents. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!